with me Phil and me Paul and on this week's show we're going to be doing a little recap of this last series of Doctor Who aren't we Paul yes I think it will be a little recap it will, will be a very very short recap so um so that's what's coming up and uh yes we'll be, be picking our uh, our favorites and not so favorites and just having a, a brief discussion how we felt the last series went um actually no actually sorry let's just get this out of the way now I did make a mistake last week didn't I Yes. I did make a mistake last week. So, uh, yeah, we'll be recapping on... Uh, we'll kick off with the Son of the Daleks, shall we, Paul? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> that's, 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 what we, that's what we promised. That's what we promised. We'll yeah. this week. Yes, because um, at the end of last week's... Actually, I might have even said it a couple of times. I can't remember. Um, I, for some reason, best time to myself, I kept saying, yes, we're going to do a recap of Series 7. <laughs> Rather than Series 8. So, of course, we're doing Series 8 this week. Crikey. There's people now turning off. Turning off, indeed. They wanted to hear our thoughts yet again on Asylum of the Daleks. Um, but before we get onto the news, um, sort of proper, Paul, did you see the little preview of the Christmas episode on Children in Need on Friday? Well, I've, I've seen it to where it's been pasted elsewhere onto the internet because I didn't actually see it. What, by you mean, you mean by me? Yes. <laughs> Oh, what did you do? I, I never follow anything you do. So. No, obviously not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no um, yeah, what do you think of it? I don't think you can tell much from two minutes. I know, but no. And 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 normally that is is something that what you can take from that is going to be absolutely nothing to do with the story. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, yeah, yeah, as you actually, funnily enough, it wasn't a specially recorded um, insert for Children in Need, was it? It was just a, um, a preview for the Christmas episode, which uh, I thought they filmed something special for it. I don't know what made me think that. I mean, they have done in the well, they, they have done in the. There's been a couple of times when they've done something special, and there's been a couple of times now when they've just bunged in the first trailer or first mm. full trailer, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. We've really had that already, haven't we? At the end of the end of yeah. the series, so um, yeah. So that is a very brief little scene. Um, obviously, it's ruined the fact that yes, Clara is back. <laughs> yeah, I've, we gathered I've, that anyway, haven't yes. we? So yeah. Um, and the the only line in that that is of any interest really is the is the Doctor basically saying, "I know who you are, or what you are, or whatever," isn't it? Yeah, uh, I'm not going to read too much into that. Because uh, no. I, I, I did a lot of that during the series eight, which we'll come on to later. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, what I did like was the sort of um, slight menacing undercurrent to Nick Frost's take on Santa Claus. Yeah. Which I quite liked actually. It was it was sort of slightly um, sort of slightly threatening. I found. Yeah, and the fact that the Doctor is trying to get Clara away from him. Yeah. Uh, but I think, <laughs> I mean, what, what do you think he's what Clara's going to wish for from Santa Claus, Danny? Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose that would be the most yeah logical. It's actually quite funny because um, there was something that I can't remember what uh, where I read this now actually, but it was Jenna Coleman. Um, I think she more or less said she was going to be back in Christmas episode anyway, and she said it was more to do with uh, what's a dream, what isn't a dream, which does make me wonder: is this is the return of the dream patches? Yeah. We did have worries about this, didn't we? No, yeah. As, as said, 
very rarely does Moffat put something in that's that just, takes up that much time to just throw it away. Yeah. Yeah, so I've got a funny feeling these are yet to return. And also, I mean, okay, it could be, you know, two and two equals five here. But also what Jenna Coleman says does seem to sort of lend weight to that theory somewhat. Yeah. So, uh, yes. So anyway, not too long to wait for that. Anyway, was it uh, five weeks now? Till yeah, Christmas? Yeah, five, like that, yes. five weeks to the Christmas episode, so not too long at all. But anyway, should we crack on with the news now? Yes, well, what, what news there what is. What news there is, indeed, indeed. Now, uh, let's start off with the boring stuff first. Stats. For the last time, stats. Well, the last time this series, anyway. Um, Death in Heaven, its final ratings were 7.60 million. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all, uh, considering it was yet another uh, sort of divisive episode. I thought maybe word of mouth would have would have got round. But it, it's a right. It's, it's a it's a season finale, so indeed, people will watch it if they've watched the other episodes. They will watch it whether they feel they're going to enjoy it or not. Just yeah, that's to, it. That's it. But I thought it's, it's quite a healthy healthy rating, really. Yeah, I really do. So um, apparently, the final chart position will be available later in the week. Uh, but we don't really tend to report on those, do we? So uh, interesting enough, though, that uh, the replacement for Doctor Who, Atlantis, which I must—I've never watched a single episode of. It's never just hasn't really appealed to me, to be honest. Um, that's so it's overnight ratings in that same sort of time slot was four point five four. So yeah, so, yeah, not too uh, dissimilar, is it? No. And and to be honest, that obviously hasn't going to have as 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 long an older fan base as Doctor Who to bring no, you it. No, exactly, exactly. Now, uh, talking of Death in Heaven, the appreciation index uh, for Death in Heaven had a score of eighty three. Yeah, which uh, well, it's, it's the it's the sort of joint lowest score awarded, isn't it? So far, it's all been eighty three, eighty four, eighty five. Hasn't really sort of dropped below no. or, or, or gone no. above, really. Which is no. No, interestingly, oh, no, there's been a few that have had 82. Like what? Listen. I thought that had 83. Oh, mm. here we go again. I'm not getting this argument about AIs again. That's, it's got 83. That's it. We'll leave it there because I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> Endlessly going around in circles to try and pad out the news section. <laughs> I, I, think, I think a few have. I, I think, With our failing um, memories. <laughs> Robot Sherwood didn't do. It didn't with me anyway. No. <laughs> No, I think right. I think right. I think they've been between eighty two and eighty four up until we got to Mummy, which then got an eighty five. Oh right, okay. I could have sworn it hadn't gone beyond below eighty three. If anyone would care to uh, uh, correct us on that or uh, whatever, really, I don't really care. <laughs> I really don't care. Um, now it has given a bit more information this time round, though. Yes, yes, it has, hasn't it? Now this episode scored highest. With those aged between 35 and 54, and lowest with those aged 16 to 34. And again, it was enjoyed slightly more by female viewers. Yeah, interestingly, why? It was the love story angle. Obviously, men don't like love stories. Only only women like love stories, apparently. (laughs) That's what this is saying, because it was heavily, you know, it was all to do with the the power of love saved the day at at the end of it, and that was enjoyed more by female viewers. Female viewers might like flying robots. We don't know. <laughs> we, you never know, do you? I have, I've not seen the breakdown of audience for Iron Man they, films. They, so. they might have liked. Uh, they might have liked a fleeting, a fleeting glimpse of Sanjeev Bhaskar as, yeah. as he's dragged out of an aircraft window. That's what yeah. might have done it for him. 
<laughs> yes, uh, I don't really know what this is indicative of, if anything at all, really. <laughs> Somebody keeping records. This is what this is indicative of. <laughs> Obsessively yes. keeping records. And we obsessively report every blood. Just word, asking we? questions. This is what this is indicative of. <laughs> right, OK, let's get away from the stats. I'm glad to see the back of it, to be honest. Right, um, now remember, remember a f- couple of weeks back we said that the set tours that the Doctor Who experience had been sort of cancelled due to operational reasons up until yes. the 24th of November. Well, apparently they've just announced that they are going to be sort of extended that that period now, right up until the December. I don't know if it's just to make up for the lost time, but the, the visits will now continue right through to the 14th of December. Yeah, you, you sort of can't see why they wouldn't, mm. unless they're going to take the sets down. I don't think so. Is it, isn't it a standing set? Unless we're going to get the a new TARDIS. TARDIS. Oh, we could do. Um, for the new Doctor, obviously. Which obviously. Well, actually, which is, which is the final scenes they was filming last week. Well, apparently there was a well, Q. There was a, well, there was a, we're recording on Sunday, and apparently there was a Q and A in London today, and um, apparently Peter Capaldi was asked what would he like to change in the TARDIS, and he said he'd like to bring back the nineteen sixties roundels. Mm. So maybe they're just they're just. Uh, Making his dream come true. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, says in, the doctor says in deep breath, didn't he? I used to have more round things. What I like the round things. Yeah. So hmm, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I, I doubt it. I just very much doubt it. I think just sort of wishful thinking. Everyone's part yeah. of that's going to come back. Uh, but it just was a bit odd just due to operational reasons. Hmm. Yeah. We are still we're still speculating over that one, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, oh well. Now on to awards news. Uh, now the Royal Television Society are having um, an award ceremony very very soon, and the model unit has been nominated alongside Real Effects in the Craft and Design Award category. So, um, so that's also comes under the Special Effects category for their work in Day of the Doctor. Hooray! Mm. Hooray! Um, I think quite richly deserved for an award. I think. Yeah, for Day of the Doctor, I thought it was um, there was lots of really good stuff going on there. I loved all the like the three D paintings and and all that. So there was a lot of stuff going on there. No, it it, it worked, didn't it? And the, obviously the it, everything had to be seen in three D as well. So yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, now apparently the ceremony will be hosted by Jennifer Saunders on Monday the first of December at the London Hilton Park Lane. I should say London's glittering West End, shouldn't I? <laughs> Yeah, so good luck to them. Good luck to them. Now, this dovetails neatly into something we attended on Tuesday, wasn't it? Hosted by yes. the Royal Television Society. Yes, we were lucky enough and to... And very good hosts they were as well. They were indeed, actually. Free yes. drink on arrival. Yes. <laughs> Always goes down well with us. Yeah, um, yeah we went to uh, Doctor Who Anatomy of a Hit, uh, hosted by the Royal Television Society. And uh, a very good evening it was too, wasn't it? It was, yes. It was utterly fantastic. Now, um, we were sort of hoping to sort of talk about this quite a bit, but this has been widely reported on in, in the press um, and by a lot of tabloids as well, and, and incorrectly by the tabloids. And I think we'd like to put the record straight somewhat, wouldn't we? To a certain extent. To a certain degree, yes. Now, um, this was hosted by, as we said a few weeks ago, by Bob Hilton, famous for Heat magazine. Uh, but apparently by accounts, he is a massive Doctor Who fan. Yes. Now, star, uh, not so starring on it, but uh, there, present that evening was Stephen Moffat, uh, Brian Minchin, uh, Nicky Wilson, Ben Wheatley was the surprise guest of the night, wasn't he? Yes. 
Yeah. Because he wasn't uh, he wasn't expected. And uh, from the special effects uh, team, Rob Mayer. Basically, it was just sort of like a... It's an anatomy of a hit, but it was more to do with Series 8, really, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, it was looking at Series 8, talking to them about what they thought of Series 8, and basically then throwing it open, questions open to the audience afterwards. Yeah. And I think it, they each picked their favourite bit from Series 8, didn't they, as well? They did, they did. Now, I think one of the things that I sort of quite liked, there was a little um, special effects showreel, wasn't there? Because he was quite proud, or Rob Mayer was quite uh, sort of proud of the Cybermen design. Yes. So they showed some some uh, little sort of showreel of how they sort of created them and all the, the work. And it was fascinating to see, but not only that, it was also the other designs they had for the um, for the Cybermen, uh, which were quite interesting, weren't they? Yeah. So and one of them was sort of quite a sort of a, a, a departure from what you see now. The uh, Cybermen handles were sort of more sort of to the top of the head, more an angle rather than the square look. It was quite a not like a more of a, a, an updated, even more updated than what you know what you get now. Uh, but I quite yeah, it was quite liked. It. And then then to see them sort of uh, doing the original uh, cast out out of clay. Of the um, of the arm and then cast them and spraying them and and it was sort of saying you know there was sort of it was almost sort of like it put your mind of um, what Matt Irving said about making the Merca because again it did seem to be a bit like skin of your teeth yeah oh, oh we need ten Cybermen damn and they were sort of working to like four in the morning like he said he was up up, up all night spraying Cybermen wasn't he so yeah no, they always arrived on set dry it was going on touch dry touch dry yeah <laughs> but you know it was a really really good evening now. Uh, we got free booze as well, which is fantastic, and we met up with some old some old faces as well from sort of previous um, conventions we've we've attended. So it, it was a it was a damn good night, and a very small intimate night as well, wasn't it? Yeah, not not a lot of people there at all. No, in terms of, I mean, and, and a small venue. Yeah, that's what you mean. It wasn't a case of there was it was a massive venue and only a limited amount of people turned out. It was just a small venue, which I was quite surprised that we managed to get tickets for it so late in the day. Yeah. To be honest, I really was, but um, but some of the things that have been reported in the press uh, that Stephen Moffat was um, forced to defend the declining ratings of this series, uh, which was nothing of the sort, was it? No, uh, because an audience it was basically it was a Q and A with the audience at the end, and somebody mentioned that um, you know about the sort of like, the falling ratings, and he didn't he didn't defend the ratings at all. He just put this person right. Are just saying the the figures are exactly the same as they had been previously, and this this is his quote. He says um, the figures are the same; they're just the same. If by ratings you mean the number of people who watch the show, they are the same. The number of people who watch Doctor on iPlayer has trebled. Uh, the way people watch it has changed, but viewing figures have remained the same. And then Brian Minchin then also pointed out, well, uh, the show is, is doing across the world now, and he says like the, the audience on BBC America has gone up by 30% since Peter Capaldi took over, which is incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. But there was another thing reported in the press as well that Stephen Moffat said at this event, that Peter Capaldi saved Doctor Who. Uh, he'd said nothing of the sort, did he? No, he just, what he said was, you've got to have change. Yeah. Because programmes become, well, actually, what's the line is? We definitely ruffle the feathers by changing the actors. Shows don't die when they change, they die when they are comfortable. If you're watching it and saying I'm appalled, well then you're still watching it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Point, he, he, he said, well said once, so. once stuff becomes obviously once stuff becomes yeah. oh that's on again, then people stop watching it. Yeah, that's it. And I, they said that, and they they did realise they sort of they were um, conscious of the fact that it, as you said it, by ruffling the feathers by changing the actors, it they were sort of quite not worried, but I thought well, this is going to really shake things up because they didn't want to cast yet another young, good-looking um, actor in the role. With spectacular hair or something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So, yeah, they wanted to go for that older... um, That was definitely the the change of tack this time. Um, And yes, it it did. You know, it it did sort of drive away a few viewers. But, um, no, I think it it worked. And I think, I mean, I think Moffat was on good form on Tuesday. They all were, for that matter. He did seem a lot more relaxed, didn't he, than some of the stuff we've seen him at. Yes, definitely. Mainly because probably he didn't have anything... No one could actually ask him about... What is what is upcoming? He had nothing really that you could give them to spoil. The only thing, the only information he said he wouldn't give was the fact that the the list of writers has been decided. Yes, he wasn't going to say that. Uh, but he's currently writing episode one. Yeah, yeah. So that's all we all he would really say. But he did go into someone. Um, he answered someone's question about um, how did they keep for the fact they were filming in public. How do they keep the fact that Missy was the um, was the master? Quiet, um, and basically because he was, she basically mouthed her lines, didn't she? Yeah, it was all done in ADR afterwards. Uh, but also that they, they, he actually sort of had, um, what did he say? That's a sort of recoded, um, something where Missy identified herself as random access neural interface. Yeah, so he wanted everyone to go away and work it out that that meant the Rani. Yeah, um, but he said whenever he, he, he whenever he puts that in, nobody, no one notices. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but also he said um, when they're doing Day of the Doctor, they had John Hurt's character referred to as Omega. Throughout, and nobody stole, nobody lost or stole, the, stole script. the script. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, it was, a, I mean, it was, it was a very, very good film. Um, everybody sort of picked their um, their favourite clip. Yeah, from Series Eight. Um, I think wasn't it Brian. Minchin picked the same clip of Stephen Moffat. Moffat, yes. Yeah. So Stephen Moffat just sitting there goes, I've got nothing to talk about now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I'd like to think they do more events like this because it was really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Um, and it was just... It was, it was just I, I like yeah. the, the, the finger nose talking about, because someone asked also, did, have you ever really wanted to put yourself, write yourself, or get yourself into the action? Mm. As a you know, play a character in it, or just have a small walk-on part like Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, and Moffat was saying about he did it once with Press Gang and didn't like it because he then got be- he was then being told what to do by the director. <laughs> so yeah, we see he absolutely he hated like, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was much better in writing and telling the director what to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, it, I- and Wheatley said he'd never done it. He was going because it'd be. So if he put himself in one of his films or something, it'd probably turn out to be his worst film, and everyone would be sitting there going, "Oh, look at him! Look ah, there he is!" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to which Moffat said the director's cut would just be him taking himself out. out yeah. Well, actually, someone else did ask him about um, why did you kill off Osgood, um, and he said, "You know, he he, he it's all to do with the fact to stop the master becoming cuddly." Yeah, he said the master as a character comes cuddly very fast. He said if we're going to bring her back, she's got to kill someone in a horrible way. Yeah, otherwise she becomes a slightly more naughty doctor. Well, actually, the question to him was, did you kill Osgood because it represented the fans? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that you want to kill. 
that that got a, a good round of applause. Or no, that was a good laugh, I think, from the audience. That yeah. not round of applause, but uh, no, he took it all in good in good jest, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Because we, we, I mean, I think we when did we first see him? Uh, oh blimey, it was at the first convention in Cardiff, wasn't it? The first BBC convention yeah. in Cardiff, and someone said there about why do you keep bringing back the Weeping Angels? Um, in, in a quite a, a nerdy way as well, I've got to be perfect. But he, he, you could see he was he was bristling with anger at that one, wasn't yeah. he? He wasn't in a good mood. Uh, but now this time he took everything in good jest, and it was it was a very very pleasant pleasant evening. You spread, yeah, because it, it's after the event. I think prob- probably they're, they're, he he's had now twelve weeks of not having to do the press stuff. Yeah, so he's probably a lot more relaxed about it now. It's all gone out. There's nothing to. To have to be defensive about, yeah, or to you know lie about. To be yeah. honest, as, <laughs> as will be the case before a series goes out when he's asked a question. Yeah, that's it. But uh, now some of these um, photographs, some photographs of the event uh, the, on the uh, Royal Television Society Facebook group is, is the art. It's called. Um, I think you can find that under Doctor Who Anatomy of a Hit. On Facebook, I think if you if you search for that, so you'll see some photographs from uh, from the event uh, on there. So uh, that's it for the news, isn't it? That is, yeah. That is it. That is it for the news. So coming up very very shortly is our little recap of series eight, not series seven, as previously advertised. I'm just throwing my notes away. <laughs> so for another week, then that was the news. <laughs> Okay, so it's the end of Series 8, so as it seems to be sort of tradition on this show, uh, we like to do a little recap of the of each series as a whole, so this series is absolutely no different. Uh, so yeah, what we're going to discuss really is sort of, well basically any, anything Series 8 related really, isn't it? Yeah, I think what we generally felt of it. Yes, indeed, indeed. An overview and of the stories, actors and... Probably directors as well. Yes, I think so. I think so. Now, um, sure. What should we kick off? Should we kick off with well, obviously Peter Capaldi. Really, I think that's the you know that's the the major change for this series. Yeah, and it yeah, it probably is the change, isn't it? It that's... is. It is uh, because I think casting him also meant that the show took a completely new direction as well, which I think we'll, we'll come on to later. But I think he's been one of the best casting choices since the show came back. It is. I mean, it's not necessarily a surprise either, though, is it? It's not. I mean, as as with Matt Smith, we was not sure what we was getting and then was very pleasantly surprised mm. at the end of Series 5. I don't think we was necessarily surprised at the end of this series that Peter Capaldi was good. <laughs> brilliant, I think, actually. I yes. think it was brilliant. Um, there was a lot riding on him, though, wasn't there? I think fans of the show put a lot of faith in before they seen a single scene which yeah. was, which was quite extraordinary actually because they 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 expected really big things of Peter Capaldi yeah this is probably <clears throat> yeah i suppose so i suppose yeah there's a feeling that yeah this is going to be the person that knows who is is going to produce an a uh, definitive doctor wasn't it mm. i think and, so and just to be that different as well was interesting. Was he going to be able to take the fans that were had become Tennant and Smith fans of the younger Doctors? 
Well, that's the, that's. I mean, that's sort of hearts back to what we were saying about uh, what Stephen Moffat said that that um, Doctor Who Anatomy of a Hit we went to on Tuesday night. That it was that. You know, w- would it affect those fans? And I think to a certain degree it probably did. And I think it was the the older fans, which I suppose you could put us into that category, really. That you know, the ones that are there from the not you know from the. From the start. Not from the start, I was going to say, but. Yeah, I've been been watching it for the best part of like 30, 40 (laughs) years or so. Yeah. (laughs) No, so, you know, for the best part of 30, 40 years, you know, we've been watching the show. And I think a lot of the fans were hoping that he would be a return to, like, the, the, you know, the the Hartnell, Troughton, Pertwee, Tom Baker style of doctor. Which I suppose to a certain degree we did get from him. We did. We got. We got a. We lost the nervous, as such. Um, it, well, he was. He wasn't. Sem- the, he wasn't the wacky fun time doctor, was he? Yeah. No. Yeah. We didn't get that That's anymore. Yeah. Um, but, it would also be the. Could also be the love interest. Exactly. Exactly. Which we. It's been. I think that bit's been done to death now, really, hasn't it? Though. Yeah. You know. Uh, but do you think that? Because obviously he's. Betrayal. It took people a long time to warm up to him. Well, I think to a certain extent that was that was very much the idea, wasn't mm, it? I think so. I think so. When you look at back over the, the series as a whole, I think that is the whole point because it, that when you get to from the point of deep breath right through to death in heaven, it's a death in heaven. He realizes who he is now, who that inca- who this incarnation of the Doctor is. Uh, I also begin to wonder if it's something to do with the fact this is this is a new regeneration cycle as well. Yeah, I mean, watched uh, Deep Breath this morning because we was obviously going to be talking about it. Yeah, talking about this series, and hadn't quite you know sort sort of know. Yes, he was um, very aloof and dark in the, that episode, but didn't mm. quite realise the difference between even that to Death in Heaven. We don't think he's quite become the. A lovable doctor yet? No, no. It, there, 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 were, there were sort of signs now and again that that sort of facade. Well, I don't say facade, but there were sort of cracks in the armor. But it, it to, to, you know, to call it a cliche there. But it, 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 he, was, he did sort of, you know, remain pretty much the same all throughout. Very cold, very matter of fact, and I like that. I like. I can, I can understand why people didn't quite warm to it because after. All the years of uh, Tennant and, and Matt Smith, uh, let's you know, be honest here that they both left a, a real big impression yeah. on fandom, and to, and to many people, uh, that's who the Doctor is. Yeah. So I think really casting Capaldi and then completely changing the Doctor's attitude towards the, you know his his companion and also the people he, he interacts with, um, he's not your best friend, is he? No. Not by any stretch of the imagination. But I like that, though. I like the fact they played up that side to his character again. He was less human. Yes. Which I think has been missing for a long time now, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. And I think Capaldi has got that um, that sort of acting range and the face to pull that off as well. I mean, that was the thing. You had to give this to somebody that could... There was going to be a certain amount of prejudice towards an older Doctor, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Or the fear was that. So then you had to get somebody in who could really pull it off. Because if the actor you get in doesn't do that, then the blame is going to be put on the fact that it's an older doctor rather than the actor. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, I can understand why 
as soon as it, having made an idea that they wanted an older doctor, why they would have gone all out to get Capaldi. Yeah. Now I think that's the you know I think it was it was a big gamble I think on Moffat's part, and I think to me it paid off. I I've really enjoyed. Uh, Peter Capaldi's first season, I really have. I think he's been absolutely one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I should say again, get me teeth in. A uh, spot on, all the yeah. way through this series. There hasn't been any. Okay, maybe there's sort of like things like Robert of Sherwood that he's that characterisation didn't quite sort it, of come yeah, off. It, stru- it, because... it struggled into feeling into a fun episode. Yes, it did because you've it? got a, a very non-fun Doctor. Yeah. And there was a lot of things in that we felt suited. I think we, I think we both said in our review of Robot Sherwood that it yeah. suited Matt Smith more than Peter Capaldi. Yes. So, but you know, he was still good though. That's the thing. It might, you know, the lines he was given might not have suited his interpretation, but he was still Capaldi, as far as I'm concerned. I think he was great. He's been my, you know, I, I think really I put him up there with in my sort of top three doctors right now. To be honest. Uh Difficult to say, I think. I think, yeah, I think he's done a good job. And I think probably because we've, as, as we're going to move on to say about whether we like this series, mm. certainly like the series. So it, it's easier being a doc, whether that's because we like him or we like the series. Mm. The two together tends to always improve a doctor. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Now, as we sort of, sort of wax lyrical about uh, Capaldi, you say so you've just mentioned the series there. What did you think of the series overall? What was your. When you when you from the beginning to end, what did you think? I think it has been probably one of the best in terms of having the least clunking episodes. I don't think this necessarily has a that major <laughs> clunking episode. Because uh, even not really, even no, no, Beth in right. Heaven, which is slightly we, we, we wasn't overly overly keen on, on, no, and yeah, has its parts. In the forest of the night, I just think wasn't quite was was wasn't quite in keeping with the rest of the series, as opposed to being necessarily a bad episode. So, no, I, th- I think if you took there, there's there's no yeah, I think if you if you I think you're right. If you took forest, Curse the forest of the, of the black night, spots, yeah, it's or that sort of episode, isn't it? Yeah. or whatever like that. There's there's nothing of that nature in this series. No, no. Um, well, I think in the forest of the night is this series, Curse of the Black Spot. To be honest, where uh, but it, it didn't fit in with the rest of, you know, uh, it, it, it was a different style. Ra- it, ra- it ra- rather than being being a bad story, it was just a totally out of place story. I mean, there was some good direction in that in that story, but I think yeah. the story itself was pretty awful. Uh, but I think if you took it out of that series and say it was like a special, yeah, say if you made that the Christmas special or, or a summer special or something like that. Uh, oh, would, it, would it be from the Winter Gardens, Bournemouth? <laughs> Hosted by Peter Powell. <laughs> oh, dear. If you don't know what we're talking about there, folks, you haven't lived. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, know, you never grew up in you the 70s. You never grew up in the 70s, definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it, it would have suited a, as a standalone, if you see what I mean. Yeah. You know, it was... Yeah. It, 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 it never followed... I mean, the only bits that followed, really, are the, were the... Clara Danny bits yeah. was the only thing really that was was the doctor's side and the rest of it just didn't really fit. Yeah, you could have taken that out really and the episode yeah. wouldn't have been any really yeah. that much different for apart from the end, yeah. you know, obviously, but um, it could just yeah. it could just have been a doctor light episode. 
It could have been, to be honest. It could have been. So, but I think, from my my point of view, I I think this has been. I mean, I think this has been my favourite series uh, since series five because I thought that was probably the strongest one we've had uh, since the show came back, and I think that this has now replaced it. Yeah, um, in my mind, I think um, this probably been the one series where I haven't out and out disliked or hated an episode. Yeah. I know we've been very, very critical if we use like Death in Heaven and uh, as a prime example there, but there were still a lot of things to admire in there. Maybe script not so much, but the performances were great. Uh, I, you know, uh, also like I mean, I wasn't overly struck on Time Heist. I didn't particularly like Robot of Sherwood on first viewing. And okay, we've just been discussing the Forest of the Night wasn't that fantastic either. But in each one, you, you... <laughs> other than those ten, you well, no, no. Like... Well, no, that's the thing. They're, they're the ones I think I was overly critical of. Yeah, I, I find. Um, but I didn't actually totally hate or dislike an entire episode. E- episodes in this, actually, the episodes you pro- we probably didn't like as much were in relation to what was going on around them. Yes, I suspect if you put Time Heist as an episode somewhere into season six, it'd probably be one of the standout episodes of season six. Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, so, I mean, the weaker the... episodes from this are still probably better than, as good as some of the stronger episodes from series previous six. series. Yeah, which Series 6 I didn't particularly care for whatsoever. But... And, 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 and other series, I mean, it's yeah. not, I don't think particularly just because you're picking a bad series. Series yeah. 5, I think any of these would have been a do, decent episode. Do you know what, there, there's one thing I'm going to retract, though. Um, there's one thing I said last week, because I was particularly sort of... Um, had it in for uh, sort of uh, death in heaven, and I said I preferred that. Uh, so I preferred um, the Wedding of the River song as a series finale uh, to Death in Heaven. I take that back. Actually, I do. I retract that statement. So I'm going to say. So um, I was. I was a little bit, a little bit hasty there. <laughs> have, you, have you had your lawyer sign that bit of? The yes, scene? I have. Yes. I'm, I'm actually re-recalled that bit. Someone else, so Americans say, "Death in heaven." <laughs> Very badly dubbed in over. Exactly. Top. Yeah. Death in heaven. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I, I was a bit rash. Was all I can say about. It. I was a bit rash, but um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's, it's been one of the strongest series um, we've had. Um, I mean, I, I was starting to watch episodes. So I've got up this morning. wasn't particularly. I think my blues song there. No, um, got up <laughs> and was, was sort of thinking, oh, I should, I should, I should watch some of this because I hadn't had a chance to. Da, 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 so, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I was on my own because my baby had left me. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, but um, and it was just a case of watch deep breath because obviously I hadn't seen that since the first weekend. Yeah, yeah. And then for, oh, I should just watch a couple of others just to get a an idea just to get a tone through it. Um, could have just, was happy to have picked any of them to watch. There wasn't an episode that I was thinking, oh, God, I don't want to watch that again. Don't make me watch that again. No, that, that's, a, that's a very good point, actually, because I, I don't think there's a single episode in there where I would have thought, oh, please don't, mate. I, I, would, I could just skip through that. There's not an episode I would actually skip through. Yeah. Even but, though I but, didn't particularly like the story, but there's always something, yes, I, there was something I like. By the time I get round to buying the Blu-ray, which is the way I tend to speed, I tend to do it. It's probably going to be about years' time. (laughs) I'll be quite happy to just put all of these on and watch them in order. Yes, and not be thinking, "Oh, I want to skip to the next one." 
yeah, yeah. There's there's no fear hers in here, is there? No, definitely not. Definitely not. As we sort of said, we, yeah, we 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 overall we we sort of think it was a strong series, but um, shall we sort of go through some of the things that we thought weren't quite resolved in in our minds anyway? I think rather than that, this this is a fact; it hasn't been resolved. I think from our point of view, I think we should. Um, you know, well, actually, first, having having talked about Capaldi, we probably should mention the support the, the support cast. Yes, well, at least yes, two of the support cast on yes. this. Uh, Jenna Coleman. Yes, was absolutely superb. I thought. Yeah. Throughout this, totally believable, gave a a good companion to this Doctor. Considering she also carried the majority of the episodes as well, yeah. which which again was something that did annoy fans. Because the same was was it called Clara Who now? But but having had to do that, you then didn't feel that the episodes. Well, I didn't certainly have fans did obviously, but I didn't feel that the episodes were weakened by that. No, no, I enjoyed it. For that matter, I enjoyed it because it, it it sort of uh, gave Capaldi's Doctor something to react to against. React to, yeah, exactly. Ra- 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 yeah. Rather than having to to run the show, mm. it gave him yeah the ability just to be able to stand back and give just give a quizzical look sometimes. Yeah, rather than having to take control of every scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought I thought she was utterly outstanding, utterly outstanding. Now, of course, the other support sort of actor there was. Samuel Anderson, who again was pretty good. I thought so. I thought um, so. Yeah, a, diffi- a difficult task to play is the the yeah. love interest to the companion. Um, several people have tried throughout this series since it's been back and not succeeded. No, not believably succeeded. You couldn't understand why the person would be putting up with this. No, I don't think as a as a, a relationship or as a couple, I don't think they're quite up there for me. We uh, up there with um, Amy and Rory. No, but then Rory really? became more uh, became a companion in his own right. He did, yeah. Um, if you're, I could you're see pair, pairing did. Danny to to Mickey, and there's no comparison in terms of no characterization and the the. Uh, performance, I don't think. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, just the chemistry between them. I mean, whether we'll see Sam Anderson back in Doctor Who again, who knows? We, um, you know, we did allude to that when we talked about uh, the Christmas special at the beginning of this podcast. You know, is, yeah. is that what Clara's want, wants for Christmas? Is Danny back? So, I mean, I, I, I'd rather they don't. I'd rather it just ends where it ended. I think it 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 was a good ending to it. Yeah. Because uh, I think that's probably one of the the things that Doctor is quite guilty of. They can't just draw a line. Yeah. Under a, if, if a character's dead, they can't draw a line under it. Oh, they've got they've got to bring them back. Which I hope they don't do with Osgood. I know the fans were clambering for Osgood to come back. I thought no, if she's dead, let her stay dead. Yeah. Because otherwise, you lose that impact. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's not the whole thing with um with anyway. There's going to be no room with her and the Cyber Brigadier on the top. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's actually one of one of our um of our, our listeners, uh, Robbie Bonham. Did you see that cartoon he did, Pinky and the Brig? Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was great. That was great. Yeah, so yeah, I, mean, I hope they do keep it as you know, that's it for Danny Pete yeah. now. I really do. Yeah. I mean they're they're bringing Clara back, as we've said, for the Christmas special, and that's that's enough, I think. I feel so. I feel so. Uh because even though, really, at the end of it, it should have really drawn a line under the Doctor and Clara's relationship, uh, or, or her travelling time, I should say. 
yeah. the TARDIS, but then you got the little post-credit sting with Santa knocking on the door, yeah. saying, you know, and, and at least there is some sort of credible that they haven't written her, they haven't written it into a position where they've got to come up with some big explanation why she's no, back. they didn't sort of back themselves into a corner over that bit. There's, there's no difference really between this ending. I mean, there's actually more more reason for her to come back for the Christmas special than there was for her to come back for Mummy after Kill the Moon. Yes, yes, definitely. That was something else that um, Stephen Moffat was talking about, saying about how how pleased he was that journalists who did previews of stuff did stick to what they could be could write and what they couldn't write, and we didn't they didn't get any leaking like. They was asked not to mention that Clara, when they did their previews for Mummy. They was asked not to mention that Clara was in it. So they wanted people to feel at the end of to kill the moon. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, it certainly surprised me when I saw her in in Mummy on the yeah. Express. I, mean, I, did, I didn't expect her to be completely written out, but I thought this might be they might do one episode without her. Yeah, just to sort of give that break. Well, to everything, it. everything indicated that, didn't it? Yeah. So I, I, that was brilliant. That was such a shock to see her there. Um, yeah. But but anyway, um, yeah, I thought the supporting cast were good. What about, I think before, what were we going to say? Um, what we were going to talk about now, actually. Uh, but, but anyway, let's go on oh, you, to... What, yeah, so, yeah what, you, remind you, me, what was I going to say? You, you, was, you were just talking about saying what was our favourite episodes, I think. Oh, actually, yeah. I see, before, actually, before we go on to that, um, I think what writers and directors would you like to see come back? Um, so it seems Moffat has said that he's already appointed all the writers for Series Nine. Yeah, is there any writers out of Series Eight you'd like to see come back? Um, quite happy with, um, very very happy with Peter Harness. I thought Kill the Moon was an interesting idea. Mm. Um, obviously, it became a, a hot topic with people. It did actually become. I think before we actually, you mentioned Kill the Moon. I think some. I think well, one of the things. Well, actually, that's what we we're going to talk about was all the things we didn't feel were quite wrapped up properly. Ah, yeah, that, and was, that, it. that was it. That was it. Before we go into that, but um, okay, but um, yeah, put your harness for you. I think Jamie Matheson. Yeah, I was, I mean, uh, that 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 was. If you hadn't interrupted me, that was also, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do beg he, your he's, pardon. <laughs> his two stories were very much highlights of this he series. Seem to get what. Doctor Who was about for me. Yeah, he really did. Just seem to get it, and I, I'm glad both, he's both, didn't come back. Oh, both in a in a sort of going harking back to a sort of more classic era with Mummy and a pretty much reasonably up to date one in Flatline. Yes, yes. Definitely. So two different yeah. reasonable styles there, and got two them almost sort of sort of horror themed yeah. episodes really but I, I utterly utterly enjoyed the hell out of them I really did I, I, yeah. I mean please let him be back for series 9 um, what about directors um, would be very happy if they just used exactly the same directors for series 9 yeah all of them yeah Not, have no problem with any of them at all I think my my standout was Ben Wheatley um, for, for me, anyway, I think Rachel Talalay did some really good stuff in the final two episodes as well. Yeah. I know that people Partic- haven't, talk. particularly with Dark Water. Yes, I mean that opening scene on, on the uh, or one of the opening scenes on the on the volcano uh, yeah. planet or whatever. Uh, yeah, utterly outstanding. I mean, the, some of the, the the close-ups and 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 the actual framing of the, of the shots are utterly brilliant. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll be more than happy to see her return, and I'll definitely Ben Wheatley. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, 
just 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 slightly different all styles, but <clears throat> gave you something that was yeah very watchable. Very much you went sat there and thought, yeah, this is really good. I really yeah. like this. Yeah, excellent. Um, I think we we've, we've commented on we've picked bits that we liked direction wise in most mm. of the episodes when we've done review, haven't we? Exactly. Well, I think for me, Ben Wheatley made the Dalek scary again. Really, because I mean, at the end when they invaded uh, the, the the ship, it was uh, full on Daleks slaughtering everybody in sight, wasn't it? Yeah, which you haven't had for a long time. And I thought the way he directed the battle scenes were very, very well done. Yeah, very well done. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to I'd like to see him return along with Rachel Talley, especially. But I I hundred percent agree with you. I, I, any of them, really. If any of them were to return for series nine, I'd be happy. And Douglas McKinnon for Listen, where you're doing an episode where you actually haven't got anything to show. No, exactly. Um, is, is pretty much, you've, you, is all on the atmosphere of that. Yeah, definitely. So if you, if you get that wrong, then you've, you've ruined the episode. You've ruined it, precisely. Yes. No, he did an utterly outstanding job. Outstanding job. Now, um, Let's go on to what we were originally going to talk about then, was all the things we didn't feel were quite wrapped up. Now, interesting, as you mentioned, Peter Harness there. This whole thing of, uh, I think, what really got... This is the episode that got everyone's backs up, really, was or a majority of fans' backs up, was the whole the moon is an egg thing. Now, for me, throughout this this series, I thought this was all about myth and legend, and it still could be. Yeah. Because we've got Santa Claus to come up. It could still be myth and legend themed and it could be wrapped up in there. I don't know. But if it isn't, then the moon really was an egg. Yeah. Which, in that case, I can sort of kind of side with the people who complained about it. And Robin of Sherwood existed. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's some yeah. other stuff that's yeah. quite... Now, I know they did try to explain that way that the myth overtook the actual man. But again, yeah. they made a big point about the myth and the legend. Yeah. And all that, so I thought this is the whole thing. It's it's steering towards this is the whole, and especially about the moon as an egg, and it does fit into ancient religions um, about when the moon was full. That that was like it was an egg, and when it was like a crescent moon, it means it had hatched, and and so it was all based on on sort of like real world myth and, and you know things that have been written down through previous civilizations. Um, so when it sort of didn't really get any payoff. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, really. Um, there was also so... there was a lot of uh, Celtic legends stuff going on there as well, especially again in Kill the Moon. Um, but yeah, I was I was kind of disappointed with with that, to be honest. Um, and also, there's a lot of stuff in Deep Breath didn't really get any resolution because I thought there's going to be more to do with the, the Doctor saying, "Where's this face come from? Yeah, why am I Scottish?" And Moffat did tease that there was going to be some sort of explanation as to why. Peter Capaldi's dots looked the, the same as uh, was it Cecilius or what his name was from? I can't Fa- remember his Fa- name. Fires of Pompeii, and also I, yeah. as uh, the character he played in Children of uh, Children of Earth as well. Yeah, Torchwood. But that didn't really. Let's again. That, that, that Mo- was it. Yeah, that, Mo- that, that is always we've lies. Had, I don't it? know. Was, but... was the was the the yeah? Why why have I picked this face? Yeah, and I thought it was going to be a bit more to it than that. And hinting that the Doctor has some it. You know, we've read the sort of thing about time lords have some control over their yeah. appearance. Yeah. Um, but it seems the doctors is more subconscious rather than. I thought there's going to be sort of, choice. Yeah, I thought it's going to be a, a sort. Of, maybe it might 
come up again. I don't know because Moffat is, is like yeah, well, he does like sowing the seeds and playing a long game. And we we, we had the the answer to the who gave Clara the telephone number from the start of Seven B, didn't we? We did, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. It, there, there's there's no reason why Series Ten can't tell us. No, that's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> when the doctor next regenerates, that we don't get an answer Until just before he either just before he does, yeah, or just after he does. Yeah, he might. As he's just about to regenerate, probably get. Now I know why I picked this face, and yeah, yeah, yeah we'll have to wait that long. But uh, yeah, yeah, he'll be telling the companion, "You wonder why I look yeah. like this." So I think, I mean, I think that was one of my complaints about. Um, Actually, you talk about the you know we find out who gave Clara the telephone number. It, it was Missy, uh, which yeah. which for me didn't really um, sort of sit very well. Uh, but then you you am I, I going to tell you you're wrong again? You're wrong again. No, I, do you know what? I was actually sort of thinking about my my argument there, and I think from my point of view is the fact that for a lot of people, John Sim is the master. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. It's it's sort of like you should be able to come into it with no prior knowledge. We've we've filled, or rather, you filled in the blanks on that going over the like since we first seen the master back in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, with Roger Delgado, he's been a master of disguise. Um, but for a lot of people, all they know is John Sim, and he never did that. No. So I think that I think for me that was the failing of of that reveal. And it did seem a little bit shoehorned in, as if he he might have. I think that's one of my criticisms of this series. It does seem to, it did seem to sort of change tack midway through. It's like the whole thing with the, the doctor with the um with the blackboards. Yeah, that's but never been never been resolved, never mentioned again. But I, but I think that's a, that's an ongoing thing. I mean, it's the only thing on this that has given you any any thought that they're not going to. Capaldi is definitely there for the the next series because there's stuff that he's set up with him yes. that he hasn't answered yet. Definitely, uh, I did like the fact that they didn't uh, find Gallifrey. This series, yeah, I, I, I think that's probably coming next year. I think so, but I'm glad they didn't wrap it up too soon. Yeah, because that was one I mean, of the, when before the well, series. I mean, there, there was, was the one fear of the big that was going to do it in the Christmas special last year, wasn't there? Yes. And the moment you bring them back, then suddenly there was there's a chance they could come back. Then suddenly they're back. At least we haven't had that. And no, I think that's right. That's... that's right. So I think there's a lot of things that haven't been wrapped up. So talking of so, changing tack and, yeah. and not wrapping up. If you do look at what the story arc was for this series mm. and being Missy and that, it actually seems to have... The story arc that was going through those episodes seems to not really have, have overly ended up other than people, there's an inherent thing that people think there's a heaven or whatever. Mm. What happens with the story arcs before the, ep- the episodes that form the story arc, little bits that form the story arcs before, doesn't really make sense into the story arc. No, as in, she... as in, why would she want to take a mechanical man? Well, the thing is, to, why... to, to help build Cybermen. Well, it's not only that. It's I know they sort of try to explain away that um, the robots, the... the robots, are taken on like humanity's sort of quest for what is on the other side. Yeah. So they had the promised land and all that, but they also had the the robots, robot Sherwood doing the same. Doing exactly thing as, the same, yeah. And there's no. And they actually had. I think I mentioned this last week. They did actually have on their screen a planet. Mm. So again, doesn't make any sense. Why did that? Why were the robots trying to get to the promised land? Why do they want? Why? How do they hear about it? Ah, you know what it is. That is the the robots in Robot of Sherwood. Yeah. 
are being led by the cyber brig trying to get back. <laughs> well, we can't. That we we mentioned that about the ship powered by gold. Yeah, and we we because we knew what was going to happen in the in the last couple of episodes. Well, well, it's yeah. going to be the cyber, and we thought, is this some sort of weapon? We did yeah. say so at the time, did we? We we no. were going to sort of bring it up. Um, at the end, which we are. I doing thought that now. was a logical thing. That actually, if yeah. there's going to be a big fight at the end against Cybermen, then who do you want there? You want people that have taken bringing a lot of gold. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think my one other complaint. And, and they just disappeared. Yeah, never to be seen never, never again. Never seen again. Never seen again. Um, and I think my my biggest one of my biggest complaints about this series is the fact that the Cybermen were wasted again. Yeah, I generally thought we were going to get a really good story. Featuring Cybermen, but again, they were just a plot device rather than the plot. If you see and, what and I mean. also, as we said, I think last week about the fact that the the girl that was taken from woman that's taken soldier was taken from into um, the Dalek. Dalek was taken from the future. Yeah. So what was the point in that? What was the point? Yeah. They, yeah. There's, 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 the, the the images we got of Missy from the early episodes didn't actually stack up to the story that came in at the end. No, it didn't, which makes me think it's... Um, I mean, it didn't spoil the enjoyment for me at all. It, it just seemed... Yeah. That strand, seemed, for me anyway, seemed a little bit sort of disjointed, to be honest. It, it was just about bringing Missy in early. And the fact that actually those st- they couldn't actually shoehorn anything in yeah. that was relevant to the later story is neither here nor there. No, that's right. I think. I think... The actual plot arc of this story was the whole soldier officer thing, yeah. wasn't it? Really, because that got the payoff um, at the end between the Doctor and Danny. Yeah. So I think that's what it was really about, um, which again was kind of left field. Yeah. For, for to my mind, anyway, it was kind of left field. But oh but... yeah, the, the whole thing between the Doctor, Clara, and Danny was the was the thing of this this series. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, but fortunately, I don't think ever really got overloaded. Probably until we got to death in heaven. No, probably not. Now, what do you think of Michelle Gomez as the master? Um, I just <laughs> feel, I don't know where, where, where we got within death in heaven. reviewing death in heaven. It's just the fact that I was never quite happy with um, Sims uh, Sims master, and this is taking the same character, just making it female. Yeah. Yeah, uh, um, I which that. I suppose, in a certain sense, you're saying, well, it doesn't matter whether it's male or female because it's the same. But if you didn't like that character in the first place, mm. if you'd if you'd had a a master, as we said, like Delgado's, that was a male master, and then she came along and became the female version of that, I probably would be quite happy. Mm. It yeah. doesn't bother me from that point of yeah. view. It's just too manic, and I probably think actually they could have toned it down, and she'd have been really good. But well, it's it's really weird because everyone said, "Oh, she was fantastic in Green Wing," and that's been repeated on a channel on Sky at the moment. Right. So out of interest, I watched a couple, and she's exactly the same in that as she portrayed Missy. Yeah, that, but that, man- that manic. Thing, I think that's why she was cast. Yeah, I mean that that that's yeah. that's, that's obviously it, but yeah. not necessarily to say that she couldn't. I don't think of of played her. I think she could have. She can play the 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 evil quite well. I think. Mm. Um, just just too manic. And yeah, that's, exactly. That's just, I've, I've got that's no, just how so they're looking. At I've got no at issue with the master being a woman either. No, absolutely no issue. And, and, and apparently, a lot of people have, which I'm quite surprised about. 
considering that they've all the, the the clambering for you know the doctor to be um, female, yeah, um, but it doesn't appear to you know apply to the master for a lot of fans. Uh, I'm not my, in- my, my issues with her with her as as Missy were my, the same as my issues with Sim as the master. So they're, mine they're, exactly, mine not, exactly. I like to see her, you know difference in that. Yeah, I mean she's sort of hinted during the week that yes, Missy will be back, uh, but. Mm. I hope they do t- sort of tone that aspect of it down a bit. Tone the mad down and bring mm. out the ruthless. Yes, I, indeed. So. Yeah, bring out the, the more calculating ruthless yeah. side a bit more. Yeah, yeah definitely. Now, uh, this is sort of like towards the end of this sort of recap, really. Um, we get onto the, our favourite and least favourite aspects, don't we, really? So, yeah. um, so we go, let's go for our, our favourite episode. Uh, mine undoubtedly was Mummy on the Orient Express. Yeah, now I absolutely love that. Okay, mine was now I I couldn't really decide between listen a because it was so atmospheric. Yeah, and to get away with the fact that there wasn't really a, a you know a monster of the week. Yeah, to go for uh, and also Mummy on the Orient Express and yeah. I think Mummy on the Orient Express has it. It just pipped the post for me it, as well. It's, it's, it took me back to my childhood of watching Doctor Who, I think, which which necessarily perhaps isn't perhaps the way a series should go. But. Probably not, but it, I think it's what you said at the time. It, you, it's everything you want a Doctor Who episode to be. be. Yeah. I mean, as you say, Listen, which was a totally different way of doing it, was yeah. also very good. Yeah. Got, yeah, I, I wouldn't have any problems if I had to watch Listen rather than Mummy and the no, Express. No, me neither. Me neither. Uh, your favourite scene? My favourite scene is from Listen, and it's just such a throwaway scene, but just made me laugh so much. Okay. Is um, when Peter Capaldi, the, doc- the doctor, nicks the coffee from the caretaker at the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've just got the big thing about and, and what happens and all this. And then he turns around and the coffee's gone and the, the little ring it was making disappears. And then, <laughs> then you just see him drink the coffee and it's, it's even the expression of, hmm, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just from a totally throwaway line, he just did that and you just thought, yeah, I'm going to actually quite like you as the doctor. Oh, Definitely. Good. Good choice. You, you can you can not just do the grumpy. You can do the yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. That's a very good choice. Um, right, my favourite scene is um, well, I've mentioned it previously. Actually, uh, was the scene on the volcano planet from Dark Water. Yeah, I love that where Clara is sort of threatening the Doctor by throwing the keys away. Like you know, she's better tossing the <laughs> the ring into Mount Doom to you know to just to piss off Gollum. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I loved it because I, I just loved, as I said, I loved all the, the way it was directed. Um, I loved the close. I loved the way Capaldi was snarling at, at Clara all the way through. Yeah. And I just loved that that you know Jenna Coleman was you know standing her ground and, and it, the way she broke down at, yeah. the, at the end as well and saying she'd do it again. Yeah, you know, I loved that. I thought it was a fa- utterly fantastic scene and. I it, it just that just really gripped me because I thought because well, at the time you didn't know it was it was a dream patch, and I think for the first time of watching it's sort of like you do think what have you done, yeah. you know? Um, even though we know the doctor just opened the tiles by clicking his fingers, but um, but it, it, you did really think you know what well, I thought anyway you know what have you done Clara? Yeah, and the way the doctor just goes it, I'll just go and do it then. And he was just as I say snarling at her, and I just I utterly loved it. I absolutely love that scene. 
really did. I mean, any any scene where they can actually that gave them <clears throat> two a chance to sit and talk mm. and gave gave that gave them an extended scene was was pretty good. I mean, you can go back to deep breath and the scene in the restaurant. Yeah, where they meet again after yeah. the ad, finding the ad. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, <laughs> we round this off. Your least favorite episode. I'm not saying an episode we disliked or hated because that's too strong. Because we didn't particularly hate or dislike anything this series, did we? I yeah. think it's probably our, our least our least favorite. Is probably the best way to put it. Um, it's going to be between in the forest of the night, just because I don't think it really fitted into it. It's yeah, it, it, it's just there, really. As far as I'm concerned. And probably Death in Heaven, just because I think it didn't quite fulfil what the rest of the series promised. No, it didn't really, did it? Uh, for me, I think I'm going to go and say... I'm going to say Death in Heaven. Yeah. Actually, uh, because for, for the reasons you just outlined, really, it, it, it wasn't the payoff we were expecting. And I think yeah. it was it was a bit of a, 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 week, a weekend in... Uh, some great ideas. Uh, the whole thing about people came back. For, I think it was dark watery that, that you know the whole yeah. "don't cremate me" thing really upset a lot of people. It, it, um, it just sort of fell apart on the fact of what really did. was Missy's plan. Yeah, if uh, Missy had had a coherent plan that you actually could believe in, then yeah. it, it, the episode would probably have, have stood up. Yeah, but, um, but that's it, after it that fell that, apart on that. Yeah, that was my criticism of it of, of, of it last week. It's the fact I just didn't yeah. like you know. Missy or Master's plan. Yeah. I'm still not too sure what to call her. The Missy yeah. or Master. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it, so it didn't make a hell of a lot of sense. That's actually really. my problem. With, with, with changing, changing that is the fact that I don't know what to call her. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still not entirely sure. I just hope they just come back and say I'm the Master. Yeah, and leave it at that. If we, if, if everyone's clambering out for the fact that the Doctor. Uh, or time rules should be non-gender uh, specific. Then let's just keep that title of the master. Then yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a lot easier. It does, doesn't it? So okay. Uh, so I mean, all in all, I think it was it was a strong, pretty strong series. It didn't sort of pan out the way I, th- I think I was certainly expecting it to. No, but yeah, really, there wasn't an out and out dud in there, and you know, I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it had enough different episodes. It did. You didn't feel at any point that it had sort of become. And I think I think for the first time in a long time, I th- I I felt that Doctor Who wasn't treading water. It dared yeah. to do something different, and for me, each week it was like an and it was an event television yeah. moment. Really, it, it, for me, it was. It, it, I was sort of really I haven't been this excited about a new series of Doctor Who in such a long time. Yeah, and I think it's all down to the Capaldi factor, really. There wasn't really an episode when you just sat there and thought, "Oh God, we got that next week." What's no, that no. Be like? Actually, one special probably Robert of Sh- Robert Robert Sherwood. Robert, was... Ro- Robert of Sherwood. Was... <laughs> I'm getting that one. Was that Rob Roberts Robots of Sherwood? <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> no, that one for the kids there. Um, I think one special mention I don't think we've mentioned all the way through this our, our reviews of this series is Murray Gold, who I think has done something completely different to his previous Doctor Who scores. Uh, they've been really toned down I think for my, to my mind pretty minimalistic as well yeah. they haven't been the usual big bombastic um, um, thing and also the music's been used sparingly yeah which has fitted matter. this doctor it has. hasn't been a bombastic yeah. doctor so yeah so why, why would he be coming into that sort of music yeah um, and I think also for people who's saying 
it's time for Moffat to leave. I don't agree. I don't agree, actually. I think maybe I think he might have lost his way midway through the series, maybe through the scripting process. But uh, no, I, I don't think there's anyone to replace him at the moment. Yeah. And um, can I just say, well, we're having watched Deep Breath again, that still Matt Smith phone call jars. I don't see it, it doesn't get any better after this 12 weeks or whatever to me. No. 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 It did seem I, a little bit gratuitous, didn't it, really? Yeah. And it did, yeah. There, there, there's no point at which you watch that and you think, oh, well, yeah, of course that made a big difference to. Yeah, I think I think so. that was our criticism at the time because it was more to yeah. it was more to convince the fans that it's okay yeah. to like a new doctor, an older doctor. Yeah, as as well as Clara. So yeah, it did feel a little bit. I, I wondered whether I'd feel any different watching it now without having had a whole series of Capaldi. Mm. Whether, I'd, whether I'd now watch that and be nostalgic to to see him again, and like just still jarred. Yes, it, it did. Yes, it did. Oh dear. But no, very enjoyable. I found very very enjoyable, and I will gladly watch any of those episodes again, even the, my least favourite ones. I was I will still watch them gladly. Well, something else actually, just just to mention today, mm. which is actually not to do with series eight roundup, and whatever, yeah. but just to do with Doctor Who in general, which probably should have mentioned during the news. Mm. Um, the fact that today, I was flicking through the channels, yeah, and during the course of today on terrestrial television, well, satellite television, whatever, yeah, channels, I could have watched Battlefield, Spearhead from Space, mm. Passing of the Ways, bloody hell. And what was the? I'm not. Wasn't there a farewell to Matt Smith oh, the, at some point as well? And... Uh, Mask of Mandragora. Yeah, yeah. All of those were available on television today. Interesting. They're not on terrestrial television. No, sadly. But, Apparently, but, that's, that's to do with rights, or not rights, um, equity payments or something. Yeah. But, uh, but just just for the fact that they're actually on television, if you've got a satellite or cable. Mm. You can now watch this much. This much Doctor Sudden, Who. Suddenly, there is this much Doctor Who to watch. Yeah. So, to uh, paraphrase um, another, another phrase for the kids here, you've never had it so good. So good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Well, that's series eight over and done with. I can't believe it's gone by quite so quickly. Um, but Paul, what are we doing next on the Who's podcast? Well, next it's our fifty-first anniversary special. We're there. It's come round again so quickly. I know, and I've yet to hear what the BBC are doing. They've been very yeah. quiet. Yeah, not published any details, have they, what they're showing next week? No, not at all, not at all. Because um, as this series um, is now over, we're now returning uh, back to our usual Sunday release schedule. Um, as um, <laughs> it will be the 51st anniversary on, uh, on Sunday, so um, we've picked... A target book to go back because we're back in our usual cycle of things as well. So yes. to celebrate the fifty-first anniversary, we've picked a target novelisation of a Doctor Who anniversary special. So we are doing Paul, the Three Doctors. Yes, a particular favourite of mine. I've got to be honest. I've never read the book before. No, I'm looking forward to doing that. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. So um, it will be the usual book to TV serial comparison. So, uh, yes, looking forward to doing that. We haven't done one for a very, very long time, have we? No. I know our listeners are looking forward to it just as equally. <laughs> but never fear for those of you that aren't. There is, we are going to have a break week as well after that. After that, yes. We're back to our break weeks again, folks. So um, 
So you've got that to look forward to. So you get a break for us and then three weeks of rubbish again. So <laughs> by which time we're back to Christmas, I think, really. Yeah, but, uh, will yeah, be, yes. yeah. So uh yeah, so that's the plan. So we're back on Sundays. So um after you hear this, um in less than a week you'll be hearing a new episode. Ah, oh, see, so you just just when you giving in despair of how you was gonna get through in a whole week. We'll be oh, there. No. We'll be there back on Sundays again. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Okay then folks, so until Sunday It is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. Listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Mm-hmm.